What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Fulcrum Entertainment for another episode of The Fulcrum Report. Episode 103, make some noise. <laughs> Today's titled episode, Charlie in the Fulcrum Factory. <laughs> I got my own episode. I got You got the golden ticket. <gasps> I did it. I got the fulcrum chocolate bars and beat up the other child for it. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome so uh welcome so much. Is that even a term? I'm I'm quoting that one right now. Welcome so much to Fulcrum Entertainment. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, bell notification, um, and uh, drop us a like. We notice the subscribes going up every single day, and we really appreciate it. So if we can reach 400 by February, we're running out of days. So everybody, mash push towards uh, 400 and then uh, comment below and let us know what you think of today's topics. Today's topics are going to be Mortal Kombat. First look, we didn't get a chance to check about uh, check that out yet, as well as today. The uh, we're fresh. We're right on it today. We're generally way late to the party, but today the uh, Godzilla versus King Kong trailer dropped. So we're going to talk that as well as uh, Resident Evil 8, The Village, uh, a game that's haunting me because I need to finish those streams up. So, <laughs> I'm your host, Sebastian. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier. I'm going to shoot it off to the one and only Gilbs. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys, uh, my name is Gilbert. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well at Fulcrum Gilbs. And yeah, Seb, I am excited as hell to be talking about all these projects. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Speaking of projects, uh, me and Gilbert put out a uh, the Age of uh, Rebellion Princess Leia over on. Star Go ahead yeah. and plug it, Gilbert. Yeah, on Star Wars Audio Comics. So if you guys, if you like our audio comics, then uh, after you're done watching this video, because don't click away. Uh, you guys can go watch uh, that, or yeah, you can watch our audio comic on there. And yeah, it's, it has a voice of our very own Harrison Bullman in it as the narrator. Yeah, that was really cool. And an excellent job, Harrison. Yeah. That was like a last minute. Like, <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, if you want to go and listen to me uh, be the announcer from Clone Wars for about 20 seconds, head on over to the Star Wars audio comic after you have finished listening to us tell you about Godzilla and Resident Evil 8. And then also a shout out to Loremaster as well has been showcasing a couple of uh, our videos that did a, a couple of our personal ones. So yeah, go check those out also. All right, Harrison, welcome to the show, sir. He's he's crazy, Uncle Harrison. You want to crazily tell us about our Discord real fast? Well, yeah, there, boy, I want to go down there to that description of this here video that you're looking at. Go and find yourself a link there. Now, that link going to take you on to the Discord server. That's where you'll find us talking about the topics that we're going to talk about in the next reviews, the videos we're about to watch, and also where we fuck it up. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. You're off the show, Harris. You're off the show. <laughs> Just being charged with that. You're fired. You're fired. No, I don't press. That's too much pressure. <laughs> now it's just me and you in the room, Charlie. <laughs> hey, Charlie. No, pressure. I'm, I'm Willie Fulcrum. <laughs> Look at me. Come with me. And oh, you'll be. Um, just... The chicken from Looney Tunes and Clone Wars announcer are good voices to have in your pocket. 
Uh, the Kentucky all came out of it. I was watching Knives Out today. So oh, I, just I love that. Doing it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> the one and only watch... Ryan Johnson movie I actually like. Right. Because he's showing you our brain shooting scenery. Right. Welcome, Charlie. Everybody, welcome. Uh, give a big fulcrum. Howdy to Charlie. Charlie, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and give us a little bit of your uh, your tragic backstory, and then uh, oh. and then we'll get into the episode. Cool. Um, howdy, howdy, right back. Um, my tragic backstory is um, Spider Man shot my parents, <laughs> and thus um, I hunted down Uncle Ben. And then started just reading comics endlessly and being obsessed with Star Wars and wrestling. Um, as I'm sure I've already forgotten my Twitter, but it's my name. Uh, if you want to, you'll see me liking wrestlers' tweets, retweeting artists I like, and that's about it. That's all I use Twitter for to stalk cool wrestlers who aren't dickheads and share art. Pretty much what all of us do. I mean, not not wrestler wise, but I you know I pick a like it's basically retweeting Star Wars stuff. Mm. Same with yeah. you guilds, right? Yeah, pretty much. I I, ret I retweet like funny things that I read. <laughs> and then I appreciate Harrison. He gets upset for our government. Dude. <laughs> Seriously, Harrison's like the most political Brit I've ever met in the world ever, and he doesn't care a <gasps> bit about his own politics. I care a lot about my own politics, okay? It is much easier to talk about you guys than it is to talk about my own. <laughs> all right, all right, uh, fair America's, enough. America's central news, ain't it? And it makes me feel less depressed when I look at my own government. Yeah, yeah, and, and to be honest, like, I can say things about your government that won't get me arrested here. <laughs> yeah. I told the truth about the things I would do if given five minutes with Boris Johnson, I would be on a register. I think I already am. <laughs> the angry left-wing register is not a bad place. It's fine. <laughs> All right, everybody. We are going to get it on to the episode because I don't understand British politics. And, <laughs> and I barely understand mine. <laughs> I just bust in there every once in a while, so I'm not like one of those emus with their head in the sand. Because generally, I like talking about this kind of stuff. <laughs> so today, our first head in the sand topic is going to be... Uh, so if you are having a, a harsh 2021, let's all get ready for HBO Max's Godzilla vs. Kong. Which everybody, I want a quick plug. You can absolutely expect uh, a live commentary from us. So oh, everybody... Uh, yeah, so we're going to... Me and Gilter did the whole HBO Max. We're locked in for a year. <laughs> so we're yeah woo. <laughs> hey man you know appropriate uh... king kong or godzilla roar that i can't do <laughs> what is it the godzilla roar so Some let's uh, think? we we got the trailer today uh and uh yeah i was super stoked to wake up to that i apologize because i let everybody know that i was going to kind of keep you guys up to date on the topics but uh that dropped today so it's fresh off the press gilbert what are your first thoughts on uh godzilla versus Kong? well okay so it actually looked pretty cool i i, I first like first initial like uh watching it I'm, i like I, I woke up at probably yeah like 10 o'clock 10 30 this morning i'm like oh hey this is and i was i, I mean i didn't hate it like I, I looked at it i'm like all right we get to see kong like 
sucker punch freaking Godzilla. We could see Godzilla come out of the water and like try to pull him down. Like I, I saw some pretty cool shots, and I mean, I, I liked the first two movies. I liked, uh, yeah, uh, Godzilla. Uh, what is it? Yeah, I think it was just the first. I liked the first Godzilla, and I liked Kong Skull Island. The second Godzilla can go suck it, but that's neither here nor there. See, I personally need to catch up on the last two you just mentioned, but I saw the first Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, at I, the same time, I've already felt like I've seen them. <laughs> if that makes any sense. But have you seen this? Have you seen these two beating the crap out of each other? But this, I'm down for. So this is going to make me do my homework, and then hopefully we can do like a little lead up series. But yeah, I'm down to watch the other two. I've been kind of wanting to watch those because I knew this was le- it was leading to this, but I also didn't want one of those like mummy situations where they're like they're like Universal Avengers is going to come out in like five years, oh, so start yeah. watching Mummy and all this. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that quickly crumble, so I was like, okay, let me see if this is actually happening. So it is actually happening. So I'm down to go back and and uh, jump into the Kong, you know, uh, Godzilla cinematic multiverse. <laughs> My only problem is that there's not really a whole with in the last movie. Spoiler alert for anyone who hadn't seen it. What with Mothra dying and then also King Ghidorah dying and like I'm like and Rodan dying. There's not really a whole lot of kaiju left. Well, and then <clears throat> we uh, let's give a quick shout out to the technical cake mix who showed up a couple episodes. Was it last? It wasn't last episode, was it? I, I think it was last episode. Yes. Was it? Man, our, that week was long. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I think a lot of us could could uh, sympathize with us out there. But uh, yeah, he sent us something on the Discord uh, that is alluding to uh, Mecha Godzilla, which is something I personally uh, really want to see, but at the same time would like them to maybe save for a film, a couple films down the line or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, don't show all your cards at the same time. Agreed. I, I would say the only other place to go is maybe like Godzilla from space or space. Yeah, Space Godzilla. That's what it called. Yeah, I want to shoot it over to Harrison. Oh, thank you, Gilbs. Uh, I want to shoot it over to Harrison. What are you thinking? Like, are, are they going a little too quick with this <clears throat> with the IP they have? I mean, the Godzilla, they have uh, plenty of monsters and they blew a ton of them in that last movie. So well, are th- it's, uh, it's the Warner Brothers way, isn't it? Um, of just having no idea what IPs you have and how to use them. Um, you know, I, th- I think we've seen we've seen that with DC and they're doing the same thing with Kong. They're trying to go, whoa, we're going to have a franchise based off of like two really mediocre movies that no one was that impressed by. And then Kong Skull Island, which was like, oh, this was nice. This is a surprise. Mm-hmm. I want to check that one out. That one sounds cool because it seems like... Um, uh, I'm one of those, I don't know if you guys like it, but I really like the, uh, what was it, the 2005 uh, King Kong? The the Peter Jackson Kong? Oh, God. Jesus, Seb, it just gets worse with you. (laughs) Well, you you see why is it was the first King Kong I ever saw, like, as a kid. So, like, that's no excuse. It was just the marketing, the marketing, the shininess of the movie I was familiar with that I like got to see all kinds of documentaries about the first gods or King Kong and all that stuff before that one came out. And then I went and saw that one. And then that was that was just my King Kong. So, <laughs> but one of my of favorite movie, parts. Huh? Sorry, yeah. In terms of well, this movie, of, I think yeah. the, the problem that they're doing is, is that they're kind of sticking to a lot of the old Kong stuff. So um, we mentioned it before we started uh, 
recording, but the girl, there's a little girl mm-hmm. in this trailer, mm-hmm. and uh, Charlie quite rightly mentioned that having human characters and interactions is something that is part of Kong and kind of works with it, um, but it's really not what we came for in this movie, guys. We came to see a Kong movie where the giant monkey isn't just so sad that he doesn't have his friend around and he was just about to kick some ass. But oh no, he brought his friend with him. Oh, great. <laughs> it is, I, I do feel like it is, because um, <laughs> me too, Gilbert, I am one of those people that instantly wakes up. I have my morning cigarette and just go straight to trailers, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I viewed this during like the first 10 minutes of my life today. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh I uh I instantly see the kid and I'm like, you know, when I clicked on this thumbnail, this is not what I wanted to be watching necessarily. You know what I mean? Or not ever what I thought this movie. I do understand we're always gonna get that stuff. And then like I said, I did a, a baby bit of research afterwards and saw that there is like a Japanese character in the old Godzilla films that uh, it's a female character that kind of is can communicate with Godzilla and she's kind of like the Black Widow to to the Hulk that we kind of see in Age of Ultron. Right. So this character is, is similar to that but for Kong where uh, but at the same time I'm like what's Kong's deal with with chicks man? <laughs> Could have some chick like and then this time it's like an underage kid. So I'm like, oh no. Oh, dude. Kong's getting canceled, yo. I, I don't even. God, <laughs> God damn you, Seb. God damn you. <laughs> All right. You know, actually. But, my, my, but yeah, no, but seriously, it's, it's, I'm like, okay, we're doing that thing again. It, it does appear to be that Kong does fall, not fall in love, but jet makes friends with some sort of human female character. And I guess that's how you get Kong to do stuff. I would like to interject with a counter argument that I feel um, you guys can can say this afterwards, but uh, people listening at home, um, go onto YouTube and go looking for Godzilla versus King Ghidorah uh, best scene. And you should come up with a video that's titled Godzilla versus King Ghidorah 1991 best scene. Now, this scene I really, really kind of show is what it is. It's where a Japanese man who knew Kong. Uh, back in the day in World War II, not Kong, sorry, um, Godzilla. He knew Godzilla back in the day in World War II. And uh, Godzilla saved his ship and he tries to reach out and speak to Godzilla. And Godzilla turns him into a pile of atomic ash. (laughs) That's how all of these movies should have gone. Millie Bobby Brown should have been a stain on the floor in that second movie. Yeah, agreed. Okay. No, I agree with you. My fa- uh, my favorite, and I want to shoot it over to Charlie and see what he, uh, your thoughts are on this. Because, uh, yeah, we all want this to be good. And I'm sure, to be honest, like, the, the trailer looks awesome after you get it past all the BS and once they ramp it up and they start playing the hip-hop music, which I, is so Warner Brothers when it comes to <laughs> to versus <laughs> trailers. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I personally dug Godzilla when I'd watched like the, the old Japanese ones, and he just completely annihilates shit at the end. Uh, he, he defeat the bad guy and then just go back in the water. And then the citizens are like, yay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was my favorite thing about Godzilla. And they're trying, they're, uh, yeah. 
Um, let's shoot it over to Charlie. What What are your thoughts on this, man? Um, I want nothing more than this movie to just be entertaining. Because I, I, I really like King of the Monsters for the 20 minutes there is just big monsters punching each other. And um, for some reason, in like the first Godzilla, they treated Godzilla like Jaws, where we're like, we can't show him. We can't show Godzilla fighting these weird paperclip monsters. I watched the original King Kong versus Godzilla when it's rubber suit people. And um, I just wanted this reboot for um, King Kong to shove a tree down Godzilla's throat. That's all that needs to happen. It happened in the original one. It looks stupid and silly because it was two probably middle-aged Japanese men in uncomfortable rubber suits. But now they've got CGI. No one has to be uncomfortable. <laughs> I can finally watch, watch Godzilla get throat fucked with a redwood in the yes. real definition I deserve. Yes, the, the only one that can finally be uncomfortable IMAX. is me. <laughs> <laughs> I 100% mean, okay. agree with you though, Charlie. I want, like, anytime they did something like kind of stupid back in the day, especially like with comics or anything like that, I'm like, you know, balls to the walls, man. This is why I like this shit. Well, I want to see that. So, yeah, um, if that's something from the original, fuck yeah. I want, if that's not in the film, I will be highly disappointed now. <laughs> I'm, I'm like any of these movies, I'm set up to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> because like I I liked Alien versus Predator one, and then the second one is the worst movie I've ever seen. Absolutely agreed. I cannot I agree, agree with, that. That yep. with that sentiment more. The first one is good, schlocky fun, mm -hmm. and the weird romance. But then the second one, the lighting's terrible, and I just yeah. can't see what's going the fuck on. Exactly, it's a yeah. bad movie as well. <laughs> but um, Kong versus Godzilla, good movie. Please, just be good. See, you know, I can get behind that. I can get behind that idea because, you know, what? even if you're not particularly into the whole kaiju verse or like you didn't like the other three movies that preceded this. I mean, yeah, like let's just just if as long as it's a good movie or as long as it's at least a fun movie, like then, you know, who cares? That's, that's what the OK, is. really fast. And then I we will move on to Mortal Kombat in a second. But I do want to bring up what somebody else said. And this is a huge fear of mine is that this film will do the whole you know, Batman versus Superman, Captain America versus blah, blah, blah. Who's going to win? Nobody's going to fucking win. They're going to team up at the end to fight the, some other bad guy. And I fucking hate that shit. I'm done with that. So when I'm seeing this Mecha Godzilla stuff, I'm hoping that this is some sort of like underlying background thing. I'm hearing that people are saying like, oh, Godzilla is being mind controlled by this like evil corporation or something. And that's why they mention him kind of going uh, berserk. But I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't want to see them team up at the end. Like, I want to, we're obviously, like, we've been teased with a clear winner, which is, you know, but is that is that going to be as clear as Batman, like, winning against Superman and Batman v Superman? Because at the end of the film, we still get to see them team up. So, Am uh, I the only one that kind of wants to see a clear, like, you know, it just be them and like the final battle, like us see a tiny battle in the beginning of the movie or something, then maybe you team up halfway through the film and then like at the end, no, they have to duke it out in one ultimate battle. See, now the problem with that is that like, who do you root for? Who's the hero of this story then? And like, that's up to you and you make it 100% ambiguous. So you're going to make, you're going to, well, okay. So it's going to be like the kind of like the Apollo Creed Rocky thing. The very end, they're going to like the freeze frame and we could, we just leave it up to our <laughs> 
Sneak attack! Sneak how it should end. We're just gonna basically see at the very end the monster or whatever is gonna be beaten. Kong and and uh, Godzilla are gonna both stand up, look at each other. We're they're gonna understand that our fight's not over. They're gonna go run up at each other and freeze frame, and then I'll have the building. <laughs> so eventually, you'll have some kind of big Russian kaiju kill King Kong, and Godzilla will be like, "I've got to get back into fighting shape." Exactly. <laughs> okay, last question. Where do you? Is this, I almost see this being the end of the train now. I feel like they finally reached their thing and now they're, is there anything after this? If it's, if it's successful, what do we go, go from here? Do we split off into Godzilla franchise again? Do we split off into Kong? Do you do, you do a, just a sequel to this? What, what the hell? I, I want to let the I, other, uh, yeah, I want to let you two guys answer, but I have my own thoughts. So Harrison, you go ahead and go first. I want Godzilla in space. I think that Godzilla movies have really kind of lost their way for the last like 30 years. Um, pretty much, yeah, as a whole, there are exceptions, of course. Um, and I kind of feel like they should be doing something different. And I, I, I honestly think that in all of these monster movies, the human element is absolutely the weakest. It is the one that is not entertaining and is the one that gets in the way the entire time. So put Godzilla in space and there's no one else around other than giant monsters, and that's all I watch. Because that is the only thing I came here for. You can make it half an hour long. It'll still be the only bit I actually wanted to pay for. You know what's super epic? If if they, and like I said, it, if you do go balls to the walls with this, I want to see a teaser trailer where it's just like, you know that shot of Earth, you know, from Mars? Or not from Mars, from uh, the moon. I want to see that, and then all of a sudden, the fucking like Godzilla silhouette, <laughs> like just be like, "Yep, Godzilla's on the fucking moon now," and it's only <laughs> gonna get crazier from there. What? <laughs> I just want them to just go like, "How much time do we have left in our life, you guys? We've already seen the basic shit now. I want to go like maximum level. Let's crank it to eleven and just go like crazy." I saw there was some sort of like Terminator Transformer comic. It looks dope as hell. I kind of want that film now. <gasps> you know what? <laughs> oh, it needs to go on my wish list right now. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of cool. Anytime, anytime there's like, oh, Cybernet and Transformers or Cybernet and Robocop, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking in. Mm. I'm, I'm I want to see all these movies. See, personally, what I want is a prequel. Like, if, if you're like, you guys are right. Like, the human thing doesn't really work with Godzilla and it doesn't, and it, and yeah, they, it works kind of with Kong, but not in this particular sense of like them doing a fighter. So, you know what we need to do? A prequel of like the, the kaiju wars before there were any oh. people, just all the kaiju just killing oh, each other. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. And then here's what you're going to get, Gilbert. So, I'm going to tell you 100% what you're going to get. If we do do that, which will be awesome, by the way, um, they're going to go backwards, but you're going to get more like caveman people. You're gonna get at some point there they will stick people in there somehow you know what fine if that's how it has to be just don't make it don't make it like centered on them make them like a framing device at best <laughs> it'll be interesting i would also like to see like a human civilization like warship you know uh kong or godzilla or whatever and then like them think that they have some sort of effect in everything and then just to have like their village get stepped on during the whole thing and then that'd be like the message of the movie it's like yeah he he, he he wasn't your god that you were controlling he's just some random monster you know mm -hmm. he like big monkey huh <laughs> he big monkey 
Yep. Can't trust monkey. Can't even trust small monkey. Big <laughs> exactly. monkey rip face off. Big monkey destroy whole village. Exactly. <laughs> That's where the Mayans went, you guys. It was Big King monkey. Kong. He wiked them out. Big monkey. Yep. So <laughs> everybody uh, look forward to more uh, Godzilla versus King Kong uh, coverage here on the channel. I'm super stoked. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to watching this with you guys. But uh, we have another film coming up this year. It's another HBO Max thing. So this is sort of the HBO Max preview episode. Uh, it's Mortal Kombat. I'm doing the off-brand song so we don't get any more. Get over here. There you go. <laughs> So Mortal Kombat's coming out. Um, I'm going to let you guys talk about this, but like always, I'll give my two cents really quick. Okay. I I don't know if this is what I wanted all the way. I think they're going... I, I, I am hearing that it's going to be rated R, and they are going to be like true to the majority of characters. There's an original character in this I will want to get into in a second. But uh, everything seems to be, you know, pretty legit. But I was kind of hoping for something a bit more fantastical, how the game route has been going. And kind of um, not self-referential, but self-aware that it's just a kick-ass franchise. And that seems to be where 10 and 11 have been at now. Where it's like, okay, we've been around so long. Let's now, they've, they've really kind of fit into that kind of thing. And I was kind of almost, and then this is going to be very unpopular opinion. I'm going to get booed off the show, but I was almost kind of wanting like, especially being Warner Brothers, like a Lord of the Rings-esque franchise, but with the Mortal Kombat universe, you know what I mean? In different families and houses and all this bullshit and, and the the histories. So we we are getting something similar-ish to it, but it, it just does, it seems mildly too realistic for me, for my personal taste you know because we are going to get to see spines ripped out and shit like that and uh and i don't know i think i wanted something a little bit more cartoony but but not you know what i'm saying so uh let's go backwards from from charlie and what are your thoughts on this do you do you agree with my sentiment or are you totally down for this more like gritty uh moral combat like the more yeah. realistic one it looks like it could be a good middle ground. I'll wait till see till you know there's some behind the scenes where someone is holding a spine. Um, because I think that the photorealistic look is what got people a lot more interested in the newest reboots of games, like the first trailers for like ten and eleven. They looked like photorealistic and not too cartoony, but I yeah. also don't know how well that animated. Mortal Kombat movie actually did because I didn't watch it. I know I want to check that out. Is, is that one on HBO Max Guilds? Uh, I'm not sure. I can I can check. I can pull it up on my phone real quick and check, but I am not entirely certain about that. Okay, because I would like to watch that and then lead up to. Well, my, and then my personal thing is like, yeah, I like that it's obviously live action, but I I want those suits. Like we haven't really seen too many of the costumes, and I want to make sure that they're like 100 like. Okay, yeah, Game no, no Seb, it's not on yeah. it's not on HBO, but I'm sure it will be as we lead up to it. That would make sense from their perspective of shove this on, get people excited. Mm -hmm. But it's, 
with like any adaption is you need to find that the the happy middle ground of not looking like cheap cosplay mm -hmm. but um also looking true to the game because if you try and jazz it up too much people often compare it to like the porn versions of the movie where they have better costumes oh. <laughs> yeah like that. look what this did compared to this movie with a million dollar budget <laughs> and like i'm sure they'll have like cool ninja suits and like that kung lao looks pretty much like kung lao but like kung lao's costume is mostly martial arts garb and a hat yeah, and that Jax looks pretty uh, spot on as well. Like, minus the whole Steve Harvey look of it all. Yeah, minus the, the edit. The arms look great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then we have Sub Zero right there. Uh, that mild little clip of him. It's looking so far so good. I think how I want to see them treat these suits and these costumes is, uh, yeah, I want them to be pretty accurate, but like, yeah, you guys were saying not so accurate, where it's like a one for one. They have to be smart and look at how Marvel does it. I think Marvel does it excellently, where they get the, you know, it's it's like the, they, you know, we get the Hulkbuster, but they were smart about how they did the Hulkbuster, and it doesn't look, you know, super cheap and, and dumb looking. Or, or you get Iron Man or, or Captain America and all these costumes, and they're kind of smartly you get all the comic book little easter eggs in it and all your favorite little touches but done in smart little streamlined ways um i mean and as warner brothers even just go ahead and look at your own superhero movies if you can at least get like some sort of layered something um going on i don't i think you can pull it off i would what agree. are you thinking here oh, yeah, yeah 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 go yeah, yeah no well yeah no go no, go okay so i would agree <laughs> The only thing I'm, I don't want is, like, you're right. They, I don't want a one-for-one. One, but the thing is that, like, if you look at this, at the picture of, like, Kano that they have here, all he has is, like, a little, yeah. he has, like, a red eye, but no, like, cyborg or anything. So I'm like, you know, you know, do something. You don't have to make it an exact copy, but, you know, something. Okay, you know what I'm, okay, this is exactly what I'm thinking. For anybody that's seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I feel like it's going to kind of be like, um, you know how we got Deathlock? Yes. And if anybody knows what Deathlock looks like in the comics, he doesn't. He's kind of like, kind of like a Kano-esque character, and that's exactly what it looks like they've done to him in this film. Whether he does like, you know, go full Terminator at the end and get like his skin blown off or whatever somehow, but it does look like that's the treatment they gave Kano, mm -hmm. is the Deathlock look, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think they should have went a little further with it. Uh, I want to shoot it over to Harrison and kind of build off of that. What What are you thinking about? Like the, did they go too far, or is that, that like the natural, the smart route to go? I I honestly kind of don't know with this one. Um, uh, some bits of me want to say it's it's the right thing to do. Some of the choices they're making seem seem like you know good, progressive. Like okay, this is a better way to take this story, um, and it's not like the old school way of doing things. And then some of the choices feel like um, like when they read the Resident Evil movies. You know, it's like the fact that we've got this whole new original character as if we fucking wanted that. Exactly. Um, Here, can we build... What's his name in and one? Can you talk about uh, it's, that? It's Cole, which is frankly the basic white guy name for all films. I, like, really he looks annoying. like a basic white guy. He looks like fucking Duke from G.I. Joe. Yeah fucking like any guy from the from a racing movie 
And we literally but, already have a basic white guy in Mortal Kombat. Like, his entire job. Oh, I well. thought he was Johnny Cage. Yeah, yeah, he's not Johnny yeah, Cage. Yeah, where the fuck is Johnny Cage? Or, I don't know, maybe he's in this movie, but, like, why are we dicking around with Cole? I want Johnny Cage and his dumb chest tattoo of his name. That was my favorite update to any character. I've heard some really bad theory that some people are like, like oh, Johnny Cage is going to be this guy's screen name. And then at the end of the movie, they're gonna be, he's going to be like, oh, Johnny Cage. I uh, like the Robin from the Batman. Oh, no, no, no. Like or like Skywalker. <laughs> it's going to be, wait, they only gave us one name, you guys. We know what happens when Hollywood gives us one name. His last name something stupid. Cher. <laughs> Get those two mononyms in there. Slaw. Cole Slaw. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If it was just Cole Sprouse and we just got to see him being murdered by MK characters, we'd do that. <laughs> While well, Dylan, Dylan Sprouse stands up, that's him cheering on the opposite fighter in the background right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so worried for us uh, 20, you know, 26, 28 year old men who know who Cole Sprouse is by name. <laughs> we shouldn't know this by now, guys. Scrub that from your memory. We have to do the reconditioning again. <laughs> for this crap. <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah. I. I, I I think like some of the things they're doing in this, so they seem to be having this, you know, um, everyone, all, there are all these people who are gathered to be part of Mortal Kombat and like it's just something about them. And I know that they're talking about they're going to have all these flashbacks. So we're going to have um, uh, Sub Zero and Scorpion before there was Sub Zero and Scorpion. And then I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. The only thing that I mentioned in that is I saw that they were, they were suggesting that um, they're going to have like a pretty dope fight scene between those two, like without superpowers. So they're just gonna be regular guys like wailing on each other with knives, which sounds fun. Um, you know, like, like I will forgive a lot of movies if the martial arts is good. Uh, mm -hmm. But then later on in that article, they did go like, oh yeah, we're putting in finishes from Mortal Kombat. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, they're gonna be so brutal. Um, nothing enough to give us an NC-17 though. It's like, well, then that's not a Mortal Kombat movie, is it? No, no, yeah, no, I need to get, I need, you know, I'm not like running full gore levels, but yeah, we can't do like intestine stuff now, right? I am I am sick and tired of movies not allowing blood. I am sick and tired of going like watching action movies where everyone dies, but no one is hurt. It's it's like this weird thing that they're riding and I'm, I'm tired of it. Like it was bad enough that Max Mad, uh, Max Mad, Mad Max did it but, um, when Fury Road came out. I want to see a violent film, people. Like really actually a violent film. Yeah, like Harrison. yeah. So Harrison, yeah, you want to you straight up want to see like someone be grabbed and like thrown to the ground and have their neck actually snap with the, like the X-ray and everything, just like the video games. Not the X-ray because that's like you know for children. Um, okay. Like I think we could just you know get along with just decent movie effects, you know, like like good movie. Oh, but yeah, we do need a guy pinned on the ground with his head getting ripped off and the spine coming along with it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. If that's not in it, it's going to be a bad Mortal Kombat movie. That's what made <laughs> the first one bad. Like, it's an okay movie, but there's no violence. Yeah, I know. Mm, exactly. 
Um, we're also okay, and then here we'll. we'll I want to ask you, Charlie. Uh, but somebody help me out. It mentioned somewhere here in this uh, entertainment article about it kind of being it, one of those like close to home kind of things. It's going to be a social commentary on, on something. Do you guys uh, see where that is? Um, I I'm looking do through not. Now. I'm controlling and effing to see if I can find the word commentary or social. Well, I don't think it's that for <laughs> sure, but. It was how they were like, oh, we're going to take a, a look at these characters. I mean, I, I don't I, now. All right. This could be. You I'll look for the particular. Like, I mean, with, right, with, with Sonya Blade and like and uh, Jax, I could see that, you know, like maybe a BLM thing being put in there or like a women's oh, women's oh, rights this. issue. Yeah. Like I could see that kind of stuff being happening. But I don't know, man. Like I, I don't. Mortal Kombat has never really been known for it's like touching on social issues. Yeah, I, I think Mortal Kombat is the wrong vessel for that message. I think, yeah. um, I think like we all have to acknowledge that Mortal Kombat, much like Nether Realm itself, exists outside of regular ideas of human decency. Mm, absolutely. Well, I mean, it, it, it violent game about blood. Yeah, they yeah, invented okay. the art rating eighteen system specifically for this. Basically, it's. Like, I'm sure they could cover something like, oh no, maybe they don't like tournament arcs in anime, and that's what the movie's about. Because tournaments, and that's it. But like, I don't really see a reason to cover deeper psychological, social issues the in a movie. Drama. In a movie where people's spines casually come out all of the time. Are we are we going to get a friendship and finisher in this? Oh, I hope so. Is that what, is that what they're building up to? Is it just going to be like Lao Kang, like friendship? friendship. <laughs> that would make me so happy. We need we need to have uh, what's it called? Like the the babality. Yeah, there you go, babality, and then turn, yeah. turns one of them into a baby. I wonder if the toasty guy will turn up. <laughs> toasty. Just okay, in that first like super serious fight scene, one uppercut. Toasty. We need um. Okay, so I do want to talk about this really fast, too. I, w I want to circle back around to Cole really fast because I noticed an important detail that I totally skipped over. He has a birthmark on his chest, a mysterious birthmark in the shape of the Mortal Kombat logo. Yeah, I saw that. It's it, it's going to be this thing that they all have it. Like, everyone who's there is tied by this Mortal Kombat thing. I don't know. What, what, they're, what they seem to be doing is making a bad Highlander. There can be only one. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 like. To be honest, if that was it, if the movie opened with just like, okay, you know, like, essentially, they play queen. A thing says, all right, there's all these people. They have a fight. There can only be one of them who wins. Now the movie continues. I'd watch that. It could be better than this whole thing of a man discovering who he is. It says, I noticed in the, in the thing it said uh, that was it the character that this Cole guy. He's a he's a washed up MMA fighter, and I believe they claimed that it was a sort of character that hadn't been done before? Uh, <laughs> like, I'm pretty, I, I'm, I know I'm no expert, but anyone else see that Mark Wahlberg movie? That, that, like, Charlie, seen, Charlie, do you have any off the top of your head? You're a residential wrestling I mean, guy. Yeah. That's a CM Punk currently, washed up MMA guy, but um, I don't want to call that guy out, but... Hey. It's, hey, CMM Punk's nice. 
He's nice sometimes, but he is a washed up MMA guy because his fights were shit. Yeah, this is what this. Uh, let's say. But also, I gotta say, the birthmark of a Mortal Kombat symbol, that's real stupid. Yeah, I'm not big on that. Like, I like the idea, like in the in the video games, of like, all right, the reason you were chosen is you're the best fighter in Earthrealm. Like, you're the you're you're the greatest fight. Like, I as, fucking as opposed love to like, that idea. As opposed to, oh no, you're just you were destined to come here because look at this little dragon mark on your chest. I kind of want uh, to. You know, okay, I'll tell you exactly what I want to see. I want to see like a Thor Ragnarok esque Mortal Kombat movie. I want it to take itself seriously and be violent, but at the same time, you know what I mean? As serious to the lore of everything and, and very true to that. But mm. at the same time, like, yeah, let's play Blood Zeppelin in the background and all that BS. You know what I mean? And just go full, be, like, full out, you know, brutalities and all that crazy ass shit. Like, I want this movie to know what it is <laughs> and not be a family drama with, <laughs> with excitedly yeah, I... brutal fights. This, I will uh, make a small correction. He didn't say that it was something that hadn't been done before. I believe this, this is uh, from this article, uh, which is over on EW. Um, he says he's kind of a washed-up MMA fighter. He used to be a champion. He used to believe in himself. He used to have a lot of hope in his career. It's all gone down the drain. It's a very interesting place for a hero to start. And it is the beginning of every action movie I have seen in a long time. Sometimes the word MMA fighter gets replaced with cop. <laughs> Just, re just, this. just replace Cole with Striker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't need to make a new character. The 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 human characters of Mortal Kombat already exist. Right. I'm like, and and frankly, Striker. I thought wasn't Luke isn't Luke Kang supposed to be like the the main guy, like the main like character of Mortal Kombat? Why the hell are we whitewashing this? Come on, guys. Thank you, Gilbert. Yeah, let's bring some whitewash in there. <laughs> Like I mean, you know, I don't, I don't particularly mind. Oh, well, we want to have like a, a, a neutral face, like a kind of like you know Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. Like we need to have someone for you to imprint on. But you know, I get that. But why can't it be someone who we already have in the in you know the canon? I don't, I don't know. I agree. It could be Luke Kang, yeah, the main yeah. character of Mortal Kombat, or or Johnny K. One of those two people who are like the most important characters in all of Mortal Kombat. Okay, I'm going to go down the line really quick, and then we're going to move on to our one last topic of today. But I do want to ask you guys, starting with Charlie, why did they give us this inside look instead of a trailer? Um, I bet that maybe just seeing if there's any actual interest outside of the Mortal Kombat fandom with this inside look. Because I've never really expected a video game movie to get this kind of coverage to be honest because mm -hmm. like can you can you think if like you know before the, the the crappy sonic trailer hit that they gave you a behind the look of sonic no it would just be uh at most star wars is ever yeah. what i'd see in entertainment mm. and star wars is just like the obvious hollywood one yeah star wars is big hollywood money whatever mm -hmm. you do but i guess they want people to care about this movie. They've maybe put a lot of money in, too. Because, I mean, the sets look nice. And they've got probably, well, from reading it, good st stunt fighty people. This is also part of their advertising. I mean, because it's theoretically coming out. It, I believe it 100% is. They've said so. I think the movie's done. 
So it's just going to drop on HBO Max sometime this year. I think this is a part of where that advertising money would have went instead of them being like, okay, we got to advertise the hell out of this on TV and all that, which I'm sure they will. I think they're going to spend a portion of that doing little things like this instead. Maybe they have some different kind of spending money now. Might make a bit more sense with the um, highly rated inness of this movie. Like, you know, they can't be showing Mortal Kombat at certain hours of the day most of the time. So they'd probably have some nice posters and a bunch of entertainment articles up. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I see what you mean that. Yeah. Because we are in the in a different era now where this is now they're trying to pitch this film on a streaming service. And like you said, who's going to show up to this other than Mortal Kombat fans? It's going to pop up on a lot of people's streaming service and they might just skate straight over it. So they, if they want people to watch this or subscribe for it, they got to get into my dad. You know, I, I believe this is kind of like my dad's realm now, Entertainment Weekly. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is where he gets his news. So I'm like, okay, now they're kind of pitching to different demographics instead of like, yeah, the hardcore fans who, who are basically like, we. I've known about this being a thing for at least a few years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just murmurs in the background of... <laughs> all right, now I'll grant you guys that like, all right, maybe Mortal Kombat fans are like the main audience for this, but I don't know. I mean, at the same time, how many people do you know who played more who played Mortal Kombat? Like, how many Mortal Kombat's a thing that was back in shit like the eighties, I think. Or well, that's what I was gonna say. If anything, you're gonna get Mortal Kombat fans just in general slash the basically. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not even like yeah, girls can like this stuff too. But I'm get, basically thinking of like dads that liked the the old eighties movie, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so or the nineties film. All right, so I mean, still though, I mean, I, ha- I like that. There's quite a few people who've played or have seen Mortal Kombat who know the name Mortal Kombat. So I don't know. I I don't think it's it's nearly as like a niche market as you guys are are making it out to be. Okay, okay, X. I have an excellent idea, and then this is were an excellent thought, and I want to shoot this one next to Harrison. Mortal Kombat's also known for how extremely brutal and violent it is. So how will how will that kind of affect the whole? how this movie performs slash do you think that is why we are seeing entertainment weekly things you know yeah i i I don't know like how it's going to affect it i would have thought that the fact that it's on streaming would have meant that it was better because it seems to me that being more violent is one of the big advantages of streaming is that you can do it and it doesn't seem to affect you that much i mean like netflix has been sort of proving that for a long time that the darker you go and like the more kind of hardcore you get people are still watching it the boys uh like it's full of a delightful amount of gore and is doing well because its audience can get there and can watch it and they don't have to worry about what their kids are going to watch while they're in a different screen mm. um so I, I i want them to to use that freedom of streaming and go okay we're going to make this like as violent as we can because no one's going to stop us yeah i agree yeah Absolutely. I think I think we're I think we're pretty much I think things are looking okay <laughs> and positive. <laughs> uh, let's shoot it over to our last topic of the day. Uh, who here, uh, Charlie? Have you checked out Resident Evil? Yeah, we don't know your gaming taste. Have you checked out any of the Resident Evil games or uh, Resident uh, Evil Seven? I have watched several Let's Players play them. Um, I'm a coward, so um, horror games are not normally my street. <laughs> but um, I like my I like Resident Evil's stupid lore, 
I've liked the animated movie I watched on Netflix once. I like the first Resident Evil movie. Don't like the rest of them, but I like the first one. That first um, one, it, it is good. You are very right there. I like the Laser Hallways, my favorite. Laser Hallways of all time. <laughs> but I like this direction that they're going with it. It's an interesting way to do zombies, but not zombies anymore because zombies are overdone. Um, this new one looks really cool. Big vampire lady. Do you think, uh, uh, Charlie, let me ask you something really quick. Do you think we are eventually working towards a circle back around to zombies? I, well, I think it all comes in dips and trends, don't it? Like, yeah, I'm sure zombies will make a comeback again, like the, the Zack Snyder zombie movie coming out with Batista, mm -hmm. um, which I don't care about because I don't like Zack Snyder, but each their own. Um, we've got vampires in this Resident Evil. Can't think of any other zombie things that have come out recently, so maybe they're going to make that comeback again. But we'll probably right now, be also maybe around like when when they make the the Walking Dead film or. That's true. They'll probably definitely help bring back that if that's being made. I didn't know about that. Good for them. There's been murmurs. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those things like, <laughs> what do you call that one, Gilbert? It's like the tooth fairy. Oh, yeah. It's it's like a myth. It's it's kind of it's kind of like true, but it's not. not or it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a legend. It's a legend. There we go. There's supposed to be one of those, but I don't know what the hell is going Isn't on with that. Tale tells that out in the wilds there is a script based upon the walking dead. They say it is two and a half hours of people in a farm looking at zombies, but not shooting them. <laughs> Harrison, um you have the have you you have the, the horror about the horror itch going on within you. What oh, yeah. what uh have you checked out Resident Evil 7 or any of the recent yeah. ones lately? Yes, yes, I have. Um, I still haven't played uh, Nemesis. Uh, just didn't manage to get it. And, you know, when something sort of misses you and you go, oh, I should be playing that. And I keep forgetting. Uh, but, yeah, love the Resident Evil franchise. I've loved it kind of since I first ever played it back on the PS1 um, when I started with uh, Resident Evil 2. Um, and 7 was great. And I'm really happy to see that they're you know, doing another full uh, game in the style of 7. Uh, I'm also happy to see them kind of changing up the monsters you know i i think it is very much that we don't need to have zombies in resident evil and to be honest we, we actually haven't had zombies in resident evil for a long time um as you already mentioned yeah. so it's sort of like vampires is is no real surprise and it will probably be some weird you know like it's not just a regular old vampire it's a virus parasite vampire yeah, whatever it's, it is it's the v, v it's, yeah god damn you beat me to the punch <laughs> yes the, the v virus um so it's i'm i'm really excited but i love the fact that essentially they just went right okay guys i got this real cool idea for the next game so you know how everyone loved mr x how creepy he was yeah i'm gonna tell you this nice what if we gave him tits <laughs> <laughs> And then everyone's going to sit for it. In the internet. <laughs> and that man is now president of Capcom. Dude, I swear to God, some of the freaking posts and some of like the comments I've been seeing for that chick, like, 
like I saw, I saw, I, swear, I should you know, I saw a tweet from like one of the people I follow is like, thank you, Capcom, for showing all of us that in our heart of hearts we simp for big lady. I'm like, no, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> this has become about? such a weird thing. You're right. Like, I don't understand where this wave of everyone like. I don't know, just, just being really horny on the main has come from. Like, I don't know why we're doing that now. It's harder to do it on Nemesis. He just doesn't have anything going on. He's like, he has hat. plenty going on. Those tentacles can get everywhere, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, well, you know, that okay. probably definitely exists. <laughs> I need some help for absolutely. I, I can, I, we can place money on it. I'm sure it does. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to ask you, I can imagine it now. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so I, I do want to ask this. Where, uh, what's going on with this, and maybe this is some deep, like, lore that I'm not understanding, but what's going on with this, like, Undertaker-type character at the very end of the trailer? Ooh, yeah, I don't know. But he, he interests me, because he reminds me of somebody, and I cannot for the life of me think who it is, but he looks like an actor. I feel like I've seen that guy somewhere before. Yeah. He also is giving me the vibe of um, that character from Ghost Rider. What's that character, Gilbs? Uh, which one? The the one from the Nicolas Cage one. Oh, uh, Sam Elliott's character, or what? Yeah, yeah, but that type of character. But what's his name? Um, uh, Carter. The Slade. caretaker. The yeah. caretaker. Yeah, Carter Slade. That's. Yeah, so I'm kind of like getting like caretaker vibes a little bit. I, at the same, I don't feel. I feel like you will fight him a couple times in the game, but at the same time, I don't feel like he's necessarily against you as well. Yeah, I don't know. It, it could be interesting. If we're going with vampires, he could be some form of ghoul, so he might be like a Renfield character. Um, you know, he's a slave to the vampires. He uh, could be a few things. He also could be Van Helsing. He That's what be, exactly uh, what I was just thinking. I was like, what if he's a vampire hunter? Van yeah, Helsing. yeah. All right, you know what? I love Resident Evil and I love all of this. Like, I, I don't mind that it's going into, like, the vampire and werewolf of it all. What I do kind of mind is, like, can we not with, like, oh, we're now we're going to add in Van Helsing. And, oh, stay tuned for the next game where we add in Robin Hood. And, oh, by the way, King Arthur. I'm like, can we just not? We're turning well, not the actual Van Helsing. I'm just, but we're like we're turning Helsing this into League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay, that game. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was turning into Assassin's Creed. Well, that too. Sure, why not? <laughs> just, just shout out names and go, yeah, they were here. Of course, they were definitely here. Like, Bram Stoker's just going to turn up, just a corpse in the corner. Who's that? Oh, that's the guy who wrote Dracula. Like, yeah, what's, the, what's the dude's name from, like, Nosferatu? The guy who, like, played Bella Lugosi or whatever the fuck? He'll just be sitting there in the corner. <laughs> oh, actually, actually, if this game has a Nosferatu character, I would love it. I would love to see a Count, oh, what's his name? Oh, I want to say Olaf, and that's not who it is. Um, a a non-sexy vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like, we, don't, we don't get that kind of Nosferatu vampire outside of uh, Vampire the Masquerade at all these days. No, mm. no time for that. Only sexy vampires. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, all right, guys. If if history has taught us anything, it's that everyone wants to be killed by a vampire. Like they, 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 for oh, some cool. reason. This is something I also wanted to bring up in the conversation because I like where this is going, and this seems to be a very positive kind of. I, I personally love seven, and then I I want to mention really fast that I do dig the geometry of this game and like the environments. I like that they seem to be like a lot cleaner too, and that I'm not going to be getting stuck on a whole bunch of like planks of wood and shit. 
Yeah, I, I, I enjoy the, well, I mean, uh, what I've seen is the demo, and obviously the demo, we don't know how much of that is going to reflect the final game. Um, yeah, that being the threat of all gaming these days. Um, but uh, Capcom been pretty good with their Resident Evil games. I did enjoy how much, uh, everyone's mentioned this, it looks like uh, environments from Resident Evil 4. The fact that it's called The Village makes everyone immediately think of Resident Evil 4, so I'm really happy to see more of that coming through. Um, especially since uh, Resident Evil 4 started something great that then really got ruined by 5 and 6. Hey, hey, okay. hey, 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 I liked 6. You just shut up right there. <laughs> that, that was all a side tangent so I could find this for you guys. Everybody avert your eyes to Discord. <laughs> oh no. Uh, unless you haven't gone into the Discord yet, because y'all y'all need to go check out the Discord. You're gonna miss this unless you go into that link in the description. Uh, some old reverse. Yeah. Have you guys um, seen this? This is uh, like... now this is gonna be bundled with the game. I yeah. Think, with seven. So this is like gonna be essentially like almost like the Resident Evil 4 mercenaries mode. But does that also mean that we're getting a shorter experience on the other side to the point where they feel like they have the patch just in for free? Mm. I'm going to say no, because Resident Evil has been doing this for a very long time. They've been providing you with different game modes that go along with the main game after you play it. Yeah. Since, uh, I mean, since Resident Evil 2, you know, when you originally had the first Hulk um, hunk run on the PS1. <laughs> this gameplay looks fucking horrible. It doesn't look like they've no, put a lot of extra work in it, to be honest. Well, okay, I don't think that's also. And then here, well, I, I yeah, go for it, Charlie. I think this is like game journalists playing or something, because it's a multiplayer type game, and it just looks like a whole bunch of people that don't fucking know how to play video games. We <laughs> hired to play your game demos for trailers, but it doesn't look like they put a lot of work in. It looks like textures from the Resident Evil reboots with a weird pop culture filter on top. And they've punked down a bunch of character models in and said, gave him a bunch of guns from an old game. It looks, so I don't think it would take away from anything that they're making new because it doesn't look like there's anything new in it. Hmm. See, you know, I, I, I feel like we just need to let the Resident Evil franchise just die. We just, I love Resident Evil, but we just need to let it, like, or at least put it on pause for a while because, you know, I feel like this every year making another game and and what was that there's chris redfield do you guys have you guys seen okay so the footage i have it up there it's about like 23 seconds it's like chris redfield i believe totally missing uh i think that's jill valentine off in the distance he's yeah. like totally missing you are, her. you are wrong by like 18 different ways okay so that is leon kennedy shooting thank you thank you thank you i was kind of so, i was yeah, right no one can hit anything in the entire trailer See, Seb, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm not watching this right now because I have to keep record. But when I do, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I will come back to you and be like, "How? How the fuck dare you? Did you confuse all of this?" <laughs> you have to be. You have to be fair with me. I. I am like currently catching up on all my Resident Evil. So I need to. You dare to do, Seb. I'm. I'm kind of surprised that you're now. I admit that this trailer is bad. Like you said, no one is hitting anyone, and the gameplay is just poor. But I don't understand how you are daring to have a go at any multiplayer stuff when you still play COD. <laughs> like it is that is the most basic, like Starbucks latte, cheap, low effort multiplayer experience there is in the entire world. And tell me totally another 
tell me another reliable fucking like multiplayer game that you could just pop into like Halo. on a constant. Halo. That Pump doesn't you. have I'm trash. Sorry, shoot. I'm sorry, Seb. I'm on your side, but at the same time, I just I Halo. It's better than COD. I disagree. <laughs> I, I like the not anything. Fall guys, like just anything. Among anything that us. isn't just like spending hours on loot boxes, microtransactions, and oh my god, I've got a different camo pattern for this pistol, y'all. <laughs> All right, Harrison, get the fuck off. I feel, I feel personally, <laughs> I, he's, he's not wrong, but I feel personally attacked. No, no, it's, it, I, you feel personally attacked because it's, yeah, because we know it's true. But at the same time, yeah, I am. There isn't a lot of like, except for this new fucking game, which is just a giant disaster. And I'm coming out with my rant for it because I think it's just broken forever. Mm -hmm. I'm just so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to start the COD thing? What were you saying? <laughs> we can leave the whole COD thing alone. My, my point is more that I don't think. We can I don't see why we're saying that this is going to be so terrible. Right? I, 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 maybe it's just that I'm frankly biased and that I have no interest in multiplayer games in general, and I find multiplayer modes of all games are dire. See, this one looks like a multiplayer. I don't know about you, Gilbs, but like I'm one of those guys where it's like I don't fucking play Gears multiplayer. I, I don't feel like that's what that game's for. I, I do. I'll play Halo multiplayer. I won't play the multiplayer if, like, that's not what the game's about, basically. Yeah, no, if it, if it feels tacked I mean? on, then I won't play it either. Like, Assassin's Creed multiplayer, never did that. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Like, uh... That got really never, good towards the end, never, though. Mm -hmm. Huh? It got really good in Brotherhood. Yeah, no. I, 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 got I remember... super addicted to Assassin's Creed multiplayer. So, yeah, I remember a bunch <laughs> of people watched, talking about how fun it was. Never touched that one. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I tried. I think I, actually that's not true. I tried it a couple of times, but yeah, I wasn't really good at it. So I'm just like, eh, I, I like the the main story more. So yeah, but I but I I see what you're saying. I don't think that multiplayer experiences are absolutely necessary, and especially not with a Resident Evil game. So like, I don't know, man. I feel like this is just an, a little extra like tacked on thing because they're like, hey guys, we're trying to push this game that we worked kind of not really on. <laughs> the only way I'll touch this mode, I think personally, is if like I. If I have another friend that bought the game, I think of like, hey, you want to go dick around for a little bit? You know what I mean? And see what the hell this mode's all about. Mm. Or like for review purposes. But other than that, I'm like, I have no, no <laughs> excitement to squadrons is one of those weird ones for me where I feel like the game was intended for multiplayer. But at the same time, it's like a 12 hour campaign. So I'm kind of like good at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm. I did, I'm like, okay, that also felt like a single player game. So, uh, I'm gonna give a hard pass to Reverse. What about you guys? Well, I've got a question for you, Seb. Will you give it a hard pass if they use it to announce things the way that COD does? No. Really? Because uh, like, uh, I, I, I mean, I, sorry, I meant yes. I meant yes. I'm still hard pass. I think because I like how. <sighs> I feel like if Call of Duty is, is gonna have like an open map and things, and I want them to kind of do, you know, do things. That, that Fortnite's been doing, but in a not little kid way. So I'm like, okay, how do you know? Obviously, we can't have like marshmallow concerts and fucking Call of Duty, but can we have some sort of cool live event also? So that's why I, I did prefer that they did that sort of live event thing in within Call of Duty, just because the whole mode was there. It's pretty fleshed out. It didn't seem like some tacked on mode like with Blackout, mm -hmm. you know. 
So I'm like, okay, this is a pretty well-established thing. So yeah, let's, let's have little live events. My personal thing is though, that the only live event that we have gotten in Warzone has been only a marketing fucking tool. Yeah, and like, we haven't had to push their game, other but... game and, it, and that game failed, <laughs> you know, and then arguably fucked up the entire, the entire thing that made Warzone good in the first place. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> what about you, Charlie? What are, uh, are you passing this guy along? Um, well, they're giving it away with the new one, right? So I'll only get it if, they, if I buy the new one. It doesn't look like a game that will sell well on its own. Because why would anyone buy a multiplayer Resident Evil game? Because it's a horror third-person game or first-person. No one wants this experience. Also, yeah, why didn't they make it a first person? Like, that's kind of, if anything, like, I would have rather them, because I feel like the mechanics for the first person games are actually pretty nice, and it seemed too floaty, and I feel like seemed like I it could have like been this. They're trying to go back to their, they're probably trying to go back to, like, their third person, uh, you know, camera uh, origins, because that's how, like, the first three games were. Well, well, not really, like, the, but you, you get what I'm saying. Like, they had, they didn't have, like, the over-the-shoulder camera that we do in and the original five. Uh, and then not fucking and then, yeah. uh, microtransactions also. Well, yeah, that's I assume, it. I, mean, I see that being a huge thing, thing. I would like to say is the top comment of this YouTube video, which is how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? Because <laughs> every Resident <laughs> Evil multiplayer game has failed, as far as I know. Mm. Like, I remember really liking that one that came out about the team, the... Yeah, like the umbrella team exploring yeah. Raccoon City. I like that. No one else. Operation Raccoon City. That was it. I like that game. No one else fucking did. I know that for a fact. Did so badly. And then they made that one where the AI controls it and you've got to work together. Yeah, I remember that. It was basically, uh, what's it, Dead by Daylight or whatever, but it's Resident yeah. Evil. And I heard that failed because I haven't seen it again. What's that other fucking one? Did it ever come out? The one where you're like the fucking dude sitting in a chair, uh, like fighting against other, like yeah, four no, other. Yeah, that's what he was talking about. I think that's the that was the one. Is that you're like the, op that the yeah, you're like the operator or whatever, and you have to like set up. All right, well, I'm gonna have a horde over here, and then I'll have Mister X pop up over here. Those little like liquors over here. Yeah. So, and then eventually, apparently, you can take control of like certain ones and like try to fight them. And go fight it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that one did look actually kind of interesting. It vanished. Yeah, I, I, I remember watching about it. Let's Players play it. Haven't heard anything else about it since. Didn't look great when I watched them play it either. I thought I saw one recent-ish uh, IGN something about it. But I don't... Yeah, but if you are currently have something pulled up, yeah, it, that might have been just hopes and wishes. <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, I agree that actually out of all the multiplayer games that look, look I, the concept was just there enough to where I'm like, all right, give me this for like 20 bucks and I can like absolutely play this one with you, Gilbs, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. Harrison, I, I, if you ever want to play trash. <laughs> see, <laughs> see I honestly, I think we should just stop pushing so many, like Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 8, whatever. But I think we should just stop pushing all these all these other like Resident Evil games. Like, can we just put a pause on Resident Evil for a while? Like, I don't yeah. know what was going on because Resident Evil has done nothing but hit for like the last few years. Like the last few games that came out were great. Like they had Resident Evil Seven and it was great, and then they put out Resident Evil Two Remake and it was great, and then they put out the Resident Evil Nemesis Remake and it was great. 
I don't see what Resident Evil's doing wrong right now. You're I want right. them to keep going. There's nothing, all right, there's nothing that they're doing wrong. It's just that... Mm, okay, and then Harrison, I'll, I haven't played uh, the Nemesis one, but I'll argue with you that it's gotten positive reception because I've kind of heard that it's too short, that the AI was kind of shitty. Yeah, personally, I think that I think it's awesome that they re, they remade the other the uh, two and three because I like that. Like, I, I'm not really crazy on the whole like first person like turning it into a into like a survival horror game. I didn't. I'm not crazy about that because then it's basically just uh, we're turning it into another uh, Silent Hill or another uh, what's it called? Uh, They're turning it into a Resident Evil. That's literally what Resident Resident Evil created. This well, did create, but it solidified this the survival. Here, I'll help um, you out. Yeah, it's it, it, genre. It, right, no, it not, reminds not in the uh, same way that like the, not in the way that's doing now. The way that's doing now is more like along the lines of Alien Isolation or of uh, or Outlast. Yeah, Outlast, Outlast exactly. Where you, where it's not yeah. about fighting your way out. It's about more uh, hiding and about like oh I have to be sneaky and I have to be like okay now I have the flamethrower. Oh, oh, oh fuck, flamethrower ran out. Running out of batteries. Yeah. Resident Evil 7 involves me having a chainsaw to chainsaw duel with the giant hillbilly. The fuck do you mean there's no combat and it's about hiding? I mean, majority of the, yeah, there's some boss fights, but still, the majority of the game is like, from what I remember from watching Seb's gameplay, it's like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh god, I need to run. No, no, no. No, and then those fight scenes also feel like pretty damn scripted as well. Yeah. No. Again, you're a cold player. I've done a nice <laughs> handful of this. It's a video game. It's all scripted. I don't think I died the entire I'm time. Just, and if I'm I did, saying, I edited I it out. I don't, I don't really care for the whole, like, I don't care for the walking simulator slash uh, hiding from the monster that has that has become of, like, horror games in the last few years. And and especially not with Resident Evil. I really wish that they would go either go back to what they used to do with like again like you walking around and having yeah limited ammo whatever but still i like the you know leon kennedy's the chris redfield's the fucking jill valentine i like when you had to fight your way out as opposed to oh well i'm Resident just Evil 7 is still that like, like, like I, I guarantee you it is like like the beginning of the game i had a hatchet fight with my ex-girlfriend like it, that's the pretty movie, fucking brutal yeah the uh, game the game does have actually I, I think what it does okay sorry. go ahead go ahead go ahead harrison Continue. I think, like, compared to, because I assumed it was going to be an Outlast style game, I'll, I'll completely admit. Um, but when I went into it, I found, oh, wait, no, it is a Resident Evil game. They, they've kept that stuff in. You know, I, I still ended up the game with a Magnum going around popping people open, like, just like I do yeah. every other yeah. Resident Evil yeah. game. Okay. Maybe I just didn't and get to that. Maybe I just didn't see that part because, yeah, like, all the gameplay footage I've been seeing or that I've ever seen for Resident Evil 7 is like people's reactions to like, oh God, that's scary. Oh no. Like that kind of like jump scares and shit like well, that. And then, yeah, I will attest to Harrison. Then once you start getting into like the inventory management, the the uh, fucking like crafting your, your elixirs and things like that, the puzzle solving and going through about the mansion, it does then start to fill. And like I said, I, I have enough knowledge of the uh, classics to understand that, yeah, it does go back to the roots for sure. I understand that, like, when I'm doing all these weird little puzzles, that, uh, yeah, I, I am playing more of a PS2 era game again, you know, okay. with just a first person kind of thing over it. All right. I'm, I, maybe I just haven't seen it, seen slash played enough of that. But yeah, I don't know, man. It just, it seems like they're turning it into, into Outlast, and I, I'm not crazy about that. There was also one villain in Resident Evil 7 that I swear is like you if you got infected. Oh, God. Uh, I'll, which one is that, uh, Harrison? It's, it's the guy who like builds bombs and weird like escape rooms to kill people. 
Um, well, is that like the hillbilly brother, or whatever, or the son? I mean, they're all hillbillies, but yes, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'll I'll have to look this up, and I'll, I'll find out if I'm if I'm like offended or super flattered. <laughs> Again, like very specifically, if you happen to be infected with some sort of bioweapon, you know. All right, all right, all right, everybody. Uh, this has been excellent talk. Uh, I, I am willing to. I would love more time because I am personally wanting to basically. I want to finish up seven. And then I want to go through and uh, Harrison, have you played the remaster of one? Is that like basically just a better looking one? Can I play that? Uh, in um, yeah, I'll completely admit that is the one I haven't got very far with. I find even in the remaster, I don't particularly like the first Resident Evil game. It doesn't, it didn't really hit its stride. Um, See, I'm willing to put, I like that like old classic. I have all the old classic systems, so I don't mind playing an old dated game because then I have the old dated controller in my hand. I kind of place myself back in the era of, of like, okay, I'm playing a 90s game, so like, deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't. Like, there have been like a couple of remakes. Like the last remake that I played, Resident Evil 1, was the one that came out on the GameCube because um, I still have it. So I played it uh, a while back. Um, you know, and like going back to the tank controls is. Like, you think it's going to be like Resident Evil 2, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this. And, oh, it's, it's so much worse. And then the, uh, but is is it the same game, or is it one of those situations where it's like, oh, don't play that version. That's the worst version of the game. Where, where uh, um, No, yeah, play that game. Like, don't ever try and play the, the original PS1 game. Um, that is almost unplayable. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because I wanted to check that one out. And then I would like to move into the 2 remake. And then I'll do three remake. And then I'll mostly be caught up with the good ones. <laughs> I mean, I if you want to play the, if you want to do it the real way, so you need to go get a PlayStation or GameCube and go play the original. <laughs> no. And then play the remakes, right? So I appreciate yeah. the. So you can know. I'm already oh, doing that, that with you, Final. Yeah, that I'm already doing that with Final Fantasy Seven. I can't do it again with it. There you go, sir. Although, if you do play I have to do the Final Fantasy thing? Although, if you play Final Fantasy VII, uh, like the remake versus the original, oh my god, night and freaking day. Well, yeah, that, and then I also understand that the remake is like uh, the just the first for, fucking like portion. Like, I've already finished that portion in the game now. So now I'm like, oh, so this is what the sequels are going to be like. Exactly, now. yeah. You know? It's glimpse trippy. Future. <laughs> A glimpse into the future from the past. Oh my god, you guys, I'm Donald Trump. The poorly rendered <laughs> past. <laughs> the polygonal past. Right. Um, no, it's been awesome talking Mortal Kombat with you guys, kind of busting into some of like the classic stuff. Uh, Godzilla. Yeah, it has been like a weird retro episode. Yeah, we have Mortal Kombat coming. What year are we in, you guys? 1981. Oh, okay. <laughs> are we in Ready Player One right now? <laughs> so oh, Gil, Gil, I saw there's a Ready Player Two book out now, so I'm like, oh, is that the sequel to that? I think so. Yeah, there's gonna there. I think it's Ready Player Two is in production right now. Hell yeah! I want a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> I want more references. I didn't get enough Minecraft and and uh, fucking what's it Overwatch or any of that. I didn't get enough of that in the game. <laughs> it wasn't in the movie long enough. Exactly. <laughs> Steve, Sonic, and Mario need to be main quest characters. <laughs> All right. I think that you want to be about ready to wrap it up then? Yep. So thank you, everybody, so much. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, bell notification, comment below, and let us know what you think about Resident Evil 8 or 
Reverse, is that what they're calling this? Reverse, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, and uh, and the village, or what else did we talk about today? Yeah, Godzilla versus Kong. Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat and the village. Yeah. There you go. And then, uh, yeah, right. Uh, then keep an eye out to our channel for uh, more reviews. We're gonna finish up the High Republic. We have some more stuff to talk about with that. And then, uh, Gilb, so you see they're putting out animations for this? Yeah, like, for, for, all, for all the characters and stuff. Yeah, I've been seeing that. Yeah, so hopefully once they put out like a like a, a few more, we'll maybe react to some of those. So everybody, stay tuned for some High Republic. And uh, <sighs> top shelf high. Yeah, thank you, Harrison, for reaching this for us. <laughs> no problem. All right, everybody. Uh, I'm Smash. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier. Thank you so much, Gilbs. Where can we follow you? And uh, plugs, plugs, plugs. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you guys can. I am Gilbert one more time. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Gilbs. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to follow or if you want to go check out uh, Star Wars audio comics or even the Lore Master, you, there's a couple of our audio comics on both of those channels. And uh, the most recent ones were created by me, Seb, and, and uh, in some small part, Harrison as well. So go check all of those out because they're really great. I'm pretty sure Marshall's in one yeah, of them. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think he's in one of yeah, them. He's, he's yeah. in the Dooku one, but, so that should be out there soon. Yeah. Yep. All Thank right. you so much, Gilbs, for, for being on. It was awesome talking with you again. Absolutely, man. Wouldn't miss it. Awesome. And then uh, Crazy Uncle Harrison, thank you so much for being on today's episode. It was really awesome. Uh, where can we follow you? And then do you have any projects or anything you would like us to look forward to or you just want to give a shout out to? Uh, so, yeah, you can follow me over on Twitter at Harrison Bullman or on Instagram at Harrison Bullman. Um, I don't have any other projects other than what uh, Gilbs has already mentioned. So uh, if you want to just please me, go over to Star Wars Audio Comics, go and watch uh, the Princess Leia audio comic that just came out. And please tell me how much you liked that voice. I am prouder than that than I should be. Uh, no, you know I, what? no, no, you did a good job, Harrison. Don't don't sell your your voice short. Well, and especially for how much we make fun of him too. The that character, <laughs> or how much you make fun. Of <laughs> that that is true. Yeah, that, that is absolutely true. I haven't been kind to the, to the actual guy in the show. You, what we're going to do sometime is like slip your audio in in place of his. And you would be like, yeah, I hate this guy. We'll be like, that's you, Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you become your worst enemy. You're like two-faced. I lived long enough to become the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been really awesome, Harrison. Uh, yeah, and everybody, please go check out, check out that stuff. It's been... It's been a blast working on it, and I'm personally super stoked to be finished with the uh, the Age of Rebellion and moving into the the Age of uh, other way or, around. So. Uh, damn it. Yeah, thank you, Gilbs. Uh, Age of Republic it. and moving on to Age of Rebellion. Yes, I agree. And then there's an Age of Resistance. They're all ours. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Charlie. Thank you so much for being on. It was really awesome. Uh, do we have any places we can check you out, like a YouTube channel, or do you have? Uh, yeah, those videos we're telling us about. So check out the links down below because Charlie is plugging us. What right now? <laughs> I'll plug all sorts of things. I've got my Twitter, which is just my name, where if you want to do some mild internet stalking there. Um, night currently, I'm just starting. Um, I'm joining the void of Dungeons and Dragons podcasters. I'm being part of that endless ocean of people to try and do that. 
and Ooh. I'm an announcer for a virtual wrestling company, which everyone should join because it's a lovely community, even if you don't like wrestling. Yeah, send me the links in the Discord. I would love to check it out. I will share all those links. But it's a lovely place, and I'm actually currently sad and annoyed because my character has just lost his title. Oh. <laughs> no more champion Dr. Wrestling Jr. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, awesome. Thank you so much, Charlie. It was a blast having you on, and uh, it was really awesome getting to to know you a little bit and have you uh, a part of the Fulcrum family and uh, just talk some BS. Who knows Who knows what topics are it's going to be next week, So, uh, but we'd love to have you back sometime. Uh, I'll do my best because it was lovely hanging out and chalking nerd shit. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, everybody. This has been Fulcrum's, Fulcrum's Entertainment. Fulcrum Entertainment production. Of, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fulcrum Report 103. Thank you, everybody, so much for watching. Bye.